0: Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Conversation about what it's like to be living overseas temporarily and permanently. I am living in Rome along with Tiffany. I'm here for about a year and she has been here for almost 10 years. And today we were thinking about, oh, those bygone days when we used to date people
1: before we got married.
0: (laughs) Uh, Not that it was better or worse than being married. And not
1: that it was so long ago either. (laughs) I've been married for two and a half years.
0: And I've been married for coming up on two. One and a half. One and a half. Okay, fine. That's probably more accurate. One and a half. We got
1: married two days apart. One year apart. Oh, good point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Tiffany's wedding preceded and inspired my own so I I uh, fell in love with my husband at her wedding go figure how sweet is that oh. it's touching but let's not get into that let's go back a little farther in the past when we were dating people and uh because I was curious about what it would be like um to live in a foreign country and date people in a foreign country and to ease into the dating scene since you moved to Rome as a very eligible very attractive young lady at least in my imagination, you're very attractive. attractive
1: very... yes. El- eligible, I don't know. but <laughs> <laughs> So you
0: know, how do you pick up on the signals? Obviously, you could speak Italian a little bit more than I certainly can, but um, dating is different in every country, and there are different expectations, and there are different uh, behaviors and different ways of flirting. So I was curious about what it was like to date people while you were living abroad.
1: Well, I definitely had a little bit of a head start in that before I lived here, many years before I lived here, I came here for brief periods and I had a few Italian flings. Mm -hmm. So I had a little bit of an idea about how Italian guys operated and about the whole dating scene. So I wasn't a complete fish out of water when I first moved here, but I did move here as a single woman recently having had a break of, of a long relationship. So I was kind of open to having just, you know, just dating, nothing serious, getting to know some people and having, having some fun conversations. And let us
0: recall that this is before the era of internet dating, which I don't know if it exists or
1: not here, if people are internet dating. Oh, definitely. I know through a few friends who are doing it that internet dating is pretty popular here. I don't know how much compared to the States since I haven't been there in a long time, but people are definitely doing it when I moved here, there may or may not have been internet dating, but I didn't explore that option. And I think it's safe to say that it's not difficult to to get asked out in Italy. I have a difficult, I have no real frame of reference, I can't really compare dating in Italy to dating in America since I moved to Italy at 27 after having just gotten out of a six year relationship. So I really hadn't been on the dating scene. I haven't been on the dating scene in the United States for how many years is that? 15 years. Mm -hmm. It's a long time. So it's hard for me to say, but I will say that in Italy, I'm pretty confident that as countries go, it's a pretty easy place to get a date, especially for a young woman. So I must not be giving out the right signals. (laughs) (laughs) The wedding ring could possibly
0: be deterring
1: people. I'm not sure.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm just kidding. So. Well, let's go back to that that first fling, Tiffany. Yeah. How did he ask you out? Do you the recall fr-
1: the fr- when before I moved here, back when I was yes twenty one. Well, I met this guy at a dance club. I mean, it's really not very um, it's not very interesting, but uh, I think we were dancing the salsa. It was back in the late nineties, you know, when the salsa was really in, and, and that was it. He, you know, our eyes met across a crowded room. We danced. He asked me to meet him the next day. I wasn't in Rome at the time. I was living. I wasn't really living in Italy at all. I was studying for a month and he was uh, in a nearby town of Tuscany where I was. And yeah, it was a very casual, brief, three week fling. And then I went back to the States. The first thing that surprised me was that, um, and I spoke a bit of Italian even back then. This guy referred to me, to his friends, as his fidanzata. Now, I knew from a previous boyfriend I had had who was American but spoke Italian that generally Italians, at least young ones, referred to their significant others as ragazzo or ragazza, which literally means girl and boy, but it it, to them means girlfriend and boyfriend. This guy was a bit older than me. He was in his late 20s. I was in my early 20s. And when he referred to me as his fidanzata, I immediately looked it up in my dictionary and found the word fiancé, which had me very worried because we'd only been going out for a week. (laughs) I come to find out that the word fidanzata really just means girlfriend. It's a bit more serious than ragazzo, but it's it's really more the age that you are as opposed to how serious your relationship is. If you're 18 or 20, you're probably going to call your girlfriend your ragazza. If you're 28, you'll probably call her your fidanzata. Although he wasn't my boyfriend, so I still have no idea why he called me that because we were only dating. But that was kind of a different, unusual thing, whereas I think an American guy will do anything to put off calling the girl he's going out with his girlfriend, right? I mean... I hope that's not true, but maybe it's true. I hope it's not true either. My my frame of reference only really comes from film at this point. I'm a foreigner in my own country, basically. Uh, Romantic comedies abound. Yeah, no, but I just feel like, at least, you know, in college or, you know, when you're, you know, out on the dating scene, you know, most of the guys, they want to be footloose and free. They don't want to be tied down. So they meet a nice girl. They go out. They'd rather just keep it in that non defined period, as long as they possibly can. Whereas this guy after a week was calling me his, his fidanzata, practically his fiance.
0: Did it that change your relationship with this country to think that, um, I went on dates with the guy here, or he was calling me his girlfriend, did it change your relationship with Italy a little bit
1: just by that three weeks, it, it definitely made me feel cooler, for sure that you know, here, I was going to a music festival, I was doing a music festival, and everybody there was there for a month. And most people couldn't speak Italian, so I already had sort of that advantage. But having this Italian, quote unquote, boyfriend, because he certainly wasn't my boyfriend, but uh, this guy that I was dating definitely made me feel more of in the in crowd. I was sort of in the club. I was on the inside, whereas most people who come for only a month, they're just on the outside of society, like a tourist, a long-term, long-term tourist. That's interesting. I, I have a similar
0: experience, but. Not for such a long period of time. You know that me and my father traveled to Southeast Asia a lot, all the way through my 20s. We went, I think, seven or eight different times together because he was doing work there and I was his family member that he took along. And uh, after going many, many, many times, I started to know some people because I would see them twice a year. And one year I went into my favorite bar which was part of my coming back into Vietnam ritual, was I would go to this one bar and go look at the view off of the balcony because it was my favorite spot to go. And apparently the guy that was the bartender there recognized me from the time before. And I had never talked to him. I certainly didn't recognize him, but he had the band play a particular song for me. And they got up and they said, this song is dedicated to Katie from Quan. And then they pointed to him behind the bar and he was mortified, you know, that this had happened, but it did open up the, the conversation between the two of us. And it turned out he had worked on many different cruise ships and spoke really, really good English, which I hadn't yet met anyone my own age that spoke in a way that we could really communicate and so all of a sudden i felt like oh i have a real friend you know we started hanging out and then you know that kind of elevates into oh you know maybe we're attracted to each other and blah 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 this all happened within you know a five day period of time but um to make a very long story or a very short story shorter one night he did ask if i wanted to go out after he got off work and so when he got off at 2 a.m we went out and just rode on his motor scooter and went out and ate pho on the street corner, went back to his parents' house and watched a movie. Nothing very dramatic, but it felt like a first date. It just showed me a different side of the country. I'd never been out that late. I've never been sitting with a guy with his arm around me in a person's home. None of that stuff. And of course, I was only there for seven days or something, so it wasn't a long-lasting thing. But it just made it feel like all of a sudden... You just know the country in a slightly different way.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and you, it's difficult for young foreigners to enter into the society of the place where they're living, and the easiest way is to date someone, and so when you do, you start to see how what the country is really like. You can't really experience a country without experiencing it, the people. But in different countries, it depends on which country you're in, but obviously in different countries it can be harder to get to know the people how they really are be invited into their home. And so when you are, definitely, it makes a difference. Running around on scooters is definitely a fun way to get to see a city too. It is too.
0: So do you think you had an advantage coming in as a single woman versus coming into the country, say, if you were already
1: married? And, in and, a way, yes. Uh, if you're married, obviously, hopefully, you're not going to be dating anyone. and uh, And so being single actually, well, I'll say this, in Italy particularly, it's very difficult to make friends with women. It's sad to say and it does happen, but it's hard and it takes it takes obviously fluency in the language pretty much and it also takes a bit of determination. You have to try to make friends and it's almost impossible in small towns. The only place it could really happen is in a big city like Rome or like Milan where there are a lot of people who are not living in the city they grew up in. So maybe in Milan you're going to find a girl from Bari and she doesn't have her historic group of friends because she's living in Milan and that might be your way to get to know her. But if you're living in a city like Orvieto, which is a small town, everybody there has grown up there more or less. So they're all going to have their friends. They don't need any more friends and they certainly would not probably want or think to have a foreign friend. So since it's so difficult to make female friends, having the possibility of dating a, a guy or if you're a guy dating a girl makes it a lot easier. Because first of all, you don't have to speak the language because an Italian guy who who likes American girls, they're going to know enough English to at least ask her out on a date. When I moved here, I already spoke pretty decent Italian. So all of the guys that I dated, we always spoke Italian. But I have a lot of friends who have boyfriends and now husbands, and they speak almost entirely English with them. so. So it was a way
0: to get into a group of Italian people. Because a person who's interested in dating you is going to make
1: an effort to bring you along with their friends, is what you're saying. Well, that depends. Definitely depends how interested he is in you. And I have to say that Italians see young foreign girls as an opportunity to have a very short fling. And so in that case, they might not bother bringing them along to see their friends. But obviously, if the guy is interested in you enough or if you're there for a long period of time then that's when that might start happening and you might start meeting his friends or even better, his family.
0: When you get into actually dating an Italian man for a longer period of time where it's not just these casual dates that you were going on, how did that relationship take form and change your perspective on living here or being here or on the Italian people? Too broad a question? (laughs) well,
1: I will tell you this, that when I became very serious with my husband, when we got married particularly, I started to see the country more as an Italian would. It changed my perspective. Before that, I saw Italy very much as an outsider, in good ways. Not not that that's a bad thing, but I saw, I didn't realize the difficulties that Italians have here. The difficulty that they have career-wise particularly, but also issues of bureaucracy, issues of meritocracy and things like that. I didn't see that because it didn't really affect my daily life. But marrying an Italian and seeing his daily struggle, absolutely, it changed my perspective for sure. Why
0: didn't it affect your daily life?
1: Because I think as a foreigner, you, well, it depends on what your what your job is and what you do, but many foreigners come here, they teach English, or they do tours, or maybe they work for a foreign company that has moved them over here, or maybe they work for the embassy, or maybe they're a student. They don't have to rely on the economy, really, of Italy. They don't have to rely on that big, scary world that's trying to keep everybody out. Which is, you know, most Italian businesses in Italy. It's very different to break into anything. If you want to be a pharmacist, a bus driver, a cab driver, even a garbage man. I mean, these very, you know, especially if you want to become something like a teacher, a journalist, a professor. A doctor things like that there are these systems set up that they try not to let anybody in so it's very very difficult whereas if you're a foreigner nine times out of ten you're not planning to live there forever so you're not really looking for that kind of a long-term job you're probably gonna teach or do tours or work in, in some kind of way that maybe even you've sort of invented you know and I do think that Americans are very good at doing that inventing work for themselves freelance writing or what have you. And so in that case, they don't have to really dive into that harsh world of career, where there's so very little room to maneuver and to get ahead.
0: Did you get an inkling of that before you got married as far as just watching other people that you were dating? Because you would have been in your late 20s. And I'm assuming the guys were around your age, at least. And so everybody was sort of in that period of getting going, starting, whatever it is you're going to try to do with your life.
1: Well, this is something we should maybe talk about in another podcast, the idea of, you know, the Italian career and how it, how it evolves. But I think I did see that, but, you know, I didn't date that many people. (laughs) Um, What? (laughs) No, but I, uh, you know, enough to see that it, you know, it's difficult. It's very difficult unless you have some, some family member who paves the way for you. You know, you want to be a doctor and your dad and your grandfather were doctors, then it's not going to be that hard. But definitely, I saw it in more cases than just with my husband. But I've seen it most clearly through his
0: eyes. Yes, now that you're married to it. Well, let's jump back into the dating world. Mm -hmm. Well, you dated a little bit in the United States. You had that long relationship. Are, Are dates here different? Did you find culturally that just the way that dating happens is different here?
1: You know... Like I said, it's been a long time since I dated in the States, and I don't know if things have changed drastically since the late 1990s, <laughs> but I will say that, first First of all, I should say that I can't really speak for general dating in Italy because I'm a foreigner, so that makes it different. I don't know what two Italians, how their relationships evolve. That's okay. You can just tell us but, your but experience. I can tell you from my experience as an expat that the majority of time sad as it sounds the guys who are interested in american or fo- other foreign women are generally not very serious they're not looking for a relationship now there are exceptions and obviously i ended up being an exception and i have a few friends who met guys when they were even just on vacation here and kept in touch and had you know a long distance relationship and finally got married and moved over to be with them so that that does happen but the, the most common thing, I think, is um, a young guy who uh, who wants to have a fling, uh, a one-night stand, and I actually was in a situation once, and I was very shocked, but I was, you know, maybe a little bit naive, but I met this really nice, who I thought was a nice guy, when I was out with another girl, and we met these two really nice guys, and hung out with them, and... Uh, they drove us back to my apartment at the end. Very nice, totally correct, nothing, no funny business, anything like that. And we exchanged numbers, and he asked me out on a date, the guy that I had been chatting with. And like I said, he was nice, he was cute. So, of course, I said yes. So he picked me up and started driving what seemed like out of the city, not out into the middle of nowhere, but definitely away from the center of the city. And I said, you know, where are we going? I thought maybe he knew some really special restaurant that was up on a hillside or something and he said no I'm taking you to my place I'm gonna cook for you and I immediately had this sort of red flag waving in my face but I kind of ignored it and I thought okay you know maybe he should have asked me first or maybe you know this is sort of like a third date thing but I just let it slide I said okay so we're driving along finally he stops picks up a bottle of wine and we end up at his apartment. And uh, he cooked me dinner, and he tried to serve the dinner on plastic dishes, by the way, just a side <laughs> note, which I um, refuse to eat off plastic dishes, by the way. And, uh, but the point is that after he had cooked me a very, very simple meal, and I'm not trying to say that if it had been a fancy meal, it would have been different, but, but a very, very simple meal of spaghetti with tomato sauce <laughs> and uh, a glass of wine, He just assumed, absolutely completely assumed that that we would be having sex. And again, like I said, maybe I was a little naive, maybe because I had been in such long relationships I hadn't had enough time out in the dating world and maybe it's the same in the United States, I don't know. But when I told him that I wanted him to take me home, he was, first he didn't believe me and then of course he spent at least an hour trying to convince me to stay. And when he finally realized that I was serious and that I wanted to go home, he was so angry at me that he wouldn't speak to me for the entire drive back into the center of the city. I never saw him again. Needless to say, I never saw him again. And I realized that I didn't even have his phone number because he had called me from an anonymous number. I thought how horrible that someone would think that by cooking someone dinner that automatically means that, you know... By opening a jar
0: of spaghetti sauce.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think he made the spaghetti sauce by hand, but it's very, very <laughs> scarsa. I don't know the Italian, English word for that. Um, but it's very it's very minimal, let's say. So I definitely think that that kind of guy is out there, and they think, well, American girls. I had another situation with that where it, it actually wasn't me. I was I happened to be witness to it. It was the night that I met my husband, actually, And I was with a good friend of mine who's now very, very happy and has a really great Italian boyfriend and they live together. But she was single at the time. And I was single at the time. And we met my husband and at a party and he had another friend there who was a very good-looking guy, half Brazilian guy. And he was hitting on my friend. And I was getting to know Claudio, who was being very respectful, I must say. (laughs) And by the end of the night, this guy was annoyed. I'm not gonna say angry. But he was very annoyed that my friend wasn't going to go home with him. And he said, why do you want to deny yourself the pleasure of, you know, a night with me or, you know, a night with you a know, man? Why would you deny yourself this pleasure? Why do you pretend to be prim and proper and all of this? And she was unfortunately a little bit tipsy and wasn't able to explain for herself why. And I don't even know if I tried to, for I was too busy getting to know Claudio but I wanted to say but what makes you think that just because a girl is American and young and pretty and unfortunately I think Italians have a conception of us that we're very easy and so if a girl says no it can't be because she actually wants to say no it's because she's playing a game so that's what they have in their heads and I think that's because Italian girls and I don't want to stereotype. But Italian girls do tend to wait longer before going to bed with men, they tend to play hard to get a little bit more. And I think Italian guys think that American women are very different. And in a sense, I think that American women are different. And they're much more natural in that sense. And they do things more when they feel like doing it. But the problem is when there's an American girl who maybe for her own personal or religious or whatever reasons doesn't want to go to bed with a man right away, he automatically thinks it's because she's playing a game and she's denying herself what she really wants because, because who knows what reason. And this really bothers me because I think to myself, what makes you think that I want to sleep with you? You know, even if I think you're cute, even if you're funny, why would I, you know? Anyway, I don't know the answer to that question, <laughs> but it definitely, it definitely more than on, on more than one occasion frustrated me and has my friends as well. Uh, so in that way, it's nice to be off the market definitely
0: because that's the one problem right regardless
1: of how long
0: you're here you will always be perceived as an American woman oh
1: absolutely absolutely even when I have my citizenship which I'm hoping I will have within a year or a year and a half I will always be a foreigner it doesn't matter that I'm a citizen of Italy I will always be seen as a foreigner and I mean and that's can be good and it can be bad but um but when you're in the dating world it is difficult because there is unfortunately a stereotype of the American woman as being a little bit more easy and uh and that's unfortunate because you know no one should be pegged in any one way but that's the reality of travel I have one more question before we end
0: just to go along with a conversation we had earlier about the difficulties of living your life always in Italian and developing your personality in a foreign language did you uh did it take you
1: a while to figure out how to flirt in Italian? I don't think so. I think that flirting is in the eyes. I had a dance teacher many 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 years ago, and we were doing it. She was doing some choreography and I remember she said, Now look to the right and flirt with your eyes. I'll never forget that I was probably twelve years old. And I realized, and, you know, you you see this in film, you don't have to even be able to understand what the language of the film you're watching, but, you know, flirting is all in the eyes. And so I think that, I don't think that it's that difficult. What's difficult is to be funny and to be charming. Not to be flirtatious, but to be charming, because that's kind of, I think, what, what most people try to be when they're on a date. And so it's difficult. I will say another thing about that whole language thing is that, when you're speaking a foreign language, even if you speak it decently, you're much more likely to be very direct when you speak. And it's easier to say things directly, not because you don't know how to say them subtly, although sometimes that could be possible too, but because you don't have the connotations in your head. So it's easy to say to a man, well, I'm actually not interested in you sexually or something like that. I'm I'm not, I'm not physically attracted to you. It's easier to say that because in your head, you're not getting that red flag of that's too direct that's too harsh you know because you don't have those same words you know you're not speaking your own language in a sense it's it's a good thing because you can be more direct which i suppose is uh, is positive but um but it's it's definitely difficult to to be charming and to be it
0: might stop you from getting that second phone call on the next day <laughs> <laughs> although maybe although maybe that's a good thing did you have a good time yeah it was okay <laughs> <laughs> not bad <laughs> Exactly. And at this point, as far as my language skills are concerned, the guys would say, did you have a good time? And I'd say, that girl is eating an apple. (laughs) (laughs) That's about the limitations I have. The girl drinks water. It's a start.
1: (laughs) Or you just say, I don't like you. (laughs) I don't like you. But I don't know how to say that. How do I say that? Non mi piaci. Oh, very nice. But I do like you.
0: All right, we'll leave it there. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. This is The Bittersweet Life. Join us again. We welcome your questions and your feedback. Reach the show by emailing bittersweetlife at mail.com. That's bittersweetlife at mail.com. When the moon hits your eye Like a big pizza pie That's amore When the world seems to shine Like you've had too much wine That's amore Bells will ring Tinga-ling-a-ling Tinga-ling-a-ling And you'll sing Vita bell. Hearts to play, tippy-tippy-tay, tippy tippy, 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 tippy tippy like a guitar If you like the show, tell a friend. Help us spread the word. And visit our website, thebittersweetlife.net.